Welcome back, everyone, to Over and Back. I'm recording this on a Thursday night. It's about 6 o'clock. You're going to be listening to this on a Friday. I'm also recording with uh, Common later tonight, Spread and Bread. So if you are a, uh, a listener to that, that'll, that's going to be out on Friday as well. You get a little double action, double the unintentional podcast network coming strong at you with two podcasts on a Friday. And if you did not know, or if you did know, the NBA season is here. I figured I had to dip in real quick, talk a little, talk a little basketball. Preseason started this week. The regular season's right around the corner. You know I had to come on here and talk about my man, Zion Williamson. You thought I was going to say Tyler Hero, didn't you? Oh, we're going to get to him. But I'm not going to sit there and lead the podcast like I do every other over and back podcast and talk about Tyler Hero. But we will get to him. Let's talk about Zion. Did everyone watch the two Pelicans games this week? The two Pelicans games, preseason games. I know it's preseason, right? I get it. I'm just jacked. I'm so excited for preseason. I'm so excited for the season. I'm just happy that I can do with I can watch preseason. It's not like NFL preseason where no one plays, right? No one gives a shit. The, the top guys actually play. Yeah, I know Giannis sat out the other night and they they were doing a back to back this week. Dallas played a back to back, so Porzingis and Doncic didn't play the first game of the back to back. But for the most part, you're getting the you're getting the studs playing, right? The starters will play, and they play typically 20, 25 minutes. Uh, I think uh, Zion played like 29 last night, something like that. We'll get to it in a second here. But this is, ba- I mean, this is basketball. These guys are trying. Like it is, it's fun to watch. And if you've got a chance to watch Zion in the last couple nights, you've seen it. And if you haven't, tune in. Dude is, re- dude is real. The real deal. This is. I know everyone's like comparing to the next LeBron. We'll find out what he, what the next he is. But he is, he is amazing. He is so impressive. Uh, and and it, it it took. It took one game in the preseason to really realize it, and then you're just kind of like, ah, it's the preseason. Preseason. We'll see what happens. You know, when he plays his next game, and then last night he goes off for 29. This is going to be one of the best NBA seasons I think that we will have had up to date. It is going to be so exciting. So again, to go back, you know, his first preseason game, he plays. He plays out uh, 28 minutes, six to 13 from the field, 16 points, seven rebounds, three assists, three steals. He did have four turn- turnovers. But he looked, you could just tell he fit in. Like, there was my, I'm, I'm a Zion fan, obviously, because I'm a Duke fan. And there was, I have legit worries. Like, I'm like, God, is he going to be able to handle this? Is he going to be, is he going to have some struggles? Is he going to have some, you know, pain points? What's he going to do wrong? You know, free throws four of seven. But he looked so impressive. Uh, it's amazing that he's 19. But just, a, it was just a fun game to watch. And it's just, he's so entertaining. I, I, I cannot, I can't imagine there's anyone out there that does not like Zion Williamson or doesn't like him as a person. He's just, he's so likable. So, that's Monday, and then they play last night against the Bulls, and they're down big uh, starting in the second quarter on, and they end up coming back and winning 127-125, and it was just, it was just, it was a Zion game. It was amazing. Played 27 minutes, 12 of 13 from the field. Didn't take a three, right? So he's understanding right now. He missed a few in the first game. He's understanding. I don't need to do this, right? Like, why do I need to shoot threes? When I can get to the rack whenever I want. And he's so creative with how he gets there. Finishes with 29 points, four rebounds, four assists, one turnover, a steal. He just, you just watch him and you're like, this, this guy, is a, he's a superstar already. He's just, he's amazing. And I think to myself, there's not a chance in hell this guy's not winning the rookie of the year. Like if you're a voter right now, you're just like, I'm, I'm voting Zion. You, these other guys would have to outplay him so bad. It, it would be incredible. And if you guys know me, I think I mentioned on the last time I did a pod, it's been a, it's been a, actually I haven't, cause I don't think I've done a pod for, uh, 
since early July. But uh, in mid-July, I was out in, in Vegas for work. And when I was out there, I put uh, 50 bucks on Tyler Hero to win Rookie of the Year. I'm sorry. Did I get to Tyler Hero already? Jesus. just can't help myself. Anyways, I can win some good money with Tyler Hero winning Rookie of the Year. And if you're going to go, why would you bet money on Tyler Hero to win Rookie of the Year? You talk about how he's not an elite shooter and he's not that good and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Uh, my thought is if he proves me wrong immensely, um, I'm going to profit off of it. So 50 bucks, hey, it goes down the drain. It goes down the drain. If he wins Rookie of the Year, then I'm quite happy. But to get back to this point, I was talking about Zion, obviously, Rookie of the Year. It's going to be so hard, right? We've talked in the past. Perception is reality. There's a perception that Zion's the best rookie in this class. That's also the reality. Like he is the best rookie in this class right now. Well, could it change in a month? Sure. Could it change in six months? Yeah, I guess. But we're a few games in. I think we've seen most of the rookies so far, and he has by far in a way been the most impressive. And on top of that, he's probably got the best situation, right? I mean, RJ Barrett's going to get a ton of minutes, but he's on a shitty team. Morant's on a shitty team. Uh, Zion's got all these guys, you know, he's got young, he's got young guys, talented young guys around him. He's got vets around him. He's going to be on a really good team and he's going to get a ton of minutes and he's, he's just an efficient basketball player. Uh, I mean, even if you go like Hunter or Reddish on the Hawks, they're young and talented, but you know, they're, they're just not like Zion, right? So it would be a shock if Zion did not win rookie of the year based on what we have seen so far this week. Um, but again, if you haven't seen Zion, check the Pelican schedule. They're on TV a ton. Uh, I've already sprung for NBA League Pass for multiple reasons. Uh, one was being Zion. Uh, I wanted to make sure I saw as, as many Zion games as I could when they're not on uh, national TV. And another reason is I've got to keep up with my boy Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero, impressive, impressive NBA preseason debut. You're, yes, I said preseason debut because, as I said with Zion, it's one preseason game, right? Zion. Uh, showed us in two games that he is he is incredible. Okay, so if you didn't get a chance to see Hero's uh, first game, and you probably didn't because it wasn't on national TV. Like I said, I I I paid for NBA League Pass and I watched his first game. I watched his first game uh, against the the Spurs, and he was he was good. He was really really good. He entered the game with about three minutes left in the first quarter. Did the same thing in the second quarter. Came back, hit a step back. Now, granted, it was against Bellinelli, who I think is like eighty. Uh, hit a jumper, hit another jumper, and in like nine minutes, he's got 14 points. Six of seven shooting, um, 14 points. So he looked he looked good. And I'm sitting there, I'm watching in my basement, I'm like, I'm going to win thousands of dollars. He is going to be rookie of the year. Now, I don't think he's really going to be, but um, you know, as I talk about this, right, I'm going to give you the good, I'm going to give you the bad. I, I watch his defense more because of everyone that comes at me about Tyler Hero, and I, I, got a, I got multiple messages the next day that about if I saw his first game and how good he looked and all this stuff, you know? And so I watch his defense just to, to, make, a, to make sure that it's both sides of the ball, right? And, you know, there was, they point out, hey, he's got a really nice block. He, he, got a really, he had a really nice block because he got completely smoked on a back cut. He got, he got smoked on a back cut about three times, and one was by Bellinelli. Um, but overall, offensively, he looked great. Six of eight, 14 points at half, two or three from three. Uh, again, like he was coming in three minutes left in the first quarter, second quarter, uh, third quarter. But, uh, you know, he finishes with 18 points, three rebounds, three assists, a steal, a block. You know, had one turnover. Uh, he was 7 of 13 from the field and 2 of 5 from three. So good shooting, right? 40%. 2 of 2 from the free throw line. That's what you expect out of Tyler Hero. He's probably going to lead the NBA in free throw shooting. I honestly, truly believe that he very well could. I don't know if, he ha- if he'll have enough attempts 
but he's going to be around that 95 to 100 percent um, free throw shooting, which is it's incredible. I, I'm not going to take away that he can shoot. He is an elite free throw shooter. There, if I'm happy, is everyone happy now? He's an elite shooter when it comes to free throws. I will give you that. But one preseason game, uh, and as the saying goes, what goes up must come down. Because he did have a second game, and I was, you know, I mentioned before there's a back to back, and I was curious, like, all right, well, the Heat played Tuesday night, and they played again Wednesday night. You know, how much is how much is he going to play, right? And they and they they flipped up the starters a little bit. Um, Kendrick Nunn, who I've talked about before, and we're going to talk about again, like he barely played in the first game, and in the second game he ends up playing, you know, 26 minutes. Um, I don't think, uh, you know, Butler didn't even play the second game. So like I said, they were sitting. The studs are sitting back to back, and. It's guys like Nunn and Hero that should be playing these back. You put you have them in the league in the in the year during the year, so you got You got to play them right. But Tyler Hero not nearly as impressive in his second game, right? And I didn't get to, I didn't get to, I I watched a little bit. I get a chance to see you know I didn't see a ton where I like I did the first game, but finished with eight points, six rebounds, three assists, uh, one steal, one turnover, two of six field goal, uh, one of three from three, three of three from the free throw line. So he's a perfect uh, shooting from the free throw line so far. So. If everyone thinks that we're going to see Tyler Hero drop 20 points a game every night in the regular season, you guys are crazy. It's not happening, right? I'm not going to deny he looked great. He looked great his first game. He looked fluid. He looked like he belonged. Uh, again, he uh, defensively, he just he's. I just don't know athletically if he will get there and if he's big enough and strong enough. He's a, he's a, he's not a big dude. Um, I I will say this. Uh, Hurley was over last night. We were working in the basement and he was asking me about it. And I'm like, dude, he's quick, man. He's got a really quick, like first step or two. Like he does a little dribble and then he dribbles back like a little retreat and kind of hesitations goes forward again. And then does like a step back and he hit one on Bellinelli. And then uh, in the second game I saw him, he, he did it again. He missed a shot. It, I mean, it was in and out, but he's, he's, he's quick. He's got, a, he's got a really quick, um, couple first dribbles. Does that make sense? Couple first dribbles, first couple dribbles. But I think as it goes, right, people are going to start maybe crowding his shot a little bit more, and then he's got to go past him, and, and we'll see if he can go past him. Again, it is the preseason. There are things you can take from it. There are things that you cannot take from it, right? He looked he looked good in the first game. Second game, by the by what the box score shows us, you know, it's up in the air. I'm going to keep watching it. There's There's a reason this podcast is going to continue, and he's a large part of it. What I also wanted to do, and I've talked about these guys in the past, um, college guys. There's there's a couple guys that I'm I'm gonna, we're gonna follow uh, in re- in relations to Tyler here and how these guys can perform with each other, right? So two of them are on his own team just because of they played summer league together, and Kendrick Kendrick Nunn's one of them, and he all played hero in summer league. If you don't believe me, go back and look at the stats and go back go back and watch summer league. Okay, the only reason that Tyler that people thought Tyler Hero. Uh, was the MVP of Summer League or that think that he's better than Kendrick Nunn in Summer League was because Tyler Hero was drafted in the lottery. That's it. That's the only reason. You have no other, there's no other reason to think that because Kendrick Nunn outplayed Tyler Hero in Summer League and that is a fact. Uh, Duncan Robinson, I'm just putting on this list just because he's kind of, he's similar uh, in the sense that he's uh, kind of what his game is, right? He's, a, he's more of a shooter and, uh, and then Robinson did not play well the first game. He shot like shit. Nunn shot like shit the second game. But that's why we're going to keep track of these guys, right? A couple other guys, PJ Washington, Tyler Hero's uh, teammate from Kentucky, who's on the Hornets, had a good first game, second game not so much. And then uh, Alexander Walker from the Pelicans, uh, who I said was my sleeper of the draft, right? Obviously, you're going to have your Zions, your Barretts, and those guys. 
But Alexander Walker, I thought to myself, if you're looking for someone who's a shooter, as in my thought, my thought is a better, just as good as a shooter as Hero, because I don't think Hero's an elite shooter. I thought Walker was better, and he's and he's an amazing. I shouldn't say amazing. He's a really good defender, good size, and everything like that. So Alexander Walker is another guy that we want to uh, that we're going to follow. Just a comparison, right? To see how these guys these uh, these guys seasons play out, right? And they're all in different situations. Uh, PJ Washington's on a shitty Hornets team. They're lucky. They're going to be lucky to win ten games. Alexander Walker's on the same team uh, as Zion. They got a ton of guys, so much depth. So you don't even know how many minutes he's going to get. Nunn's probably not going to get a ton of minutes. Duncan Robinson, it's up in the air. Hero, I think they're going to give a chance over both those guys because they've got a bunch of you know a lot of invested in them. And by all accounts, Tyler Hero works hard. He's either in the gym working hard or he is on Instagram dressing like God knows what. I, I don't even know what to say anymore with his fashion. Um, but we're gonna, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna follow these guys and just kind of comparatively go and see what the. Then, like I said, I got league pass. I'm gonna watch as much as basketball as I can, as much as I am allowed to watch, because I I do have a relationship and I do have outside things that I got to take care of. But um, I'm excited for the NBA season. So just to just to kind of backtrack, Alexander Walker said is the guy that I'm that I'm that I think is going to be would have been a better pick than than Hero. And just to give you an idea, last night, 19 minutes, 13 points. Uh, two rebounds, seven assists, which is crazy. Three of eight from the three, only four twelve from the field. But he he's looked good. You can you can watch him, and he does look. He looks like he's prepared. He's ready, and he's a little bit older. He's, I think he's twenty one, so he's not like a nineteen young nineteen year old kid coming in the league. Um, he's got a couple more years of college underneath his belt. But um, something to just keep an eye, on, and I will keep on. I will keep an eye on it for you guys. All you have to do is listen to the to over and back, and I'll and I'll give you all the information, and then you can uh, you can decipher how you want to talk about it at that point. But in, in any case, <clears throat> the NBA season, regular season, is right around the corner. Uh, Tuesday, October 22nd, it starts. Until then, we're going to have a bunch of preseason games. You probably won't hear from me until about that point, unless I've got a lot to talk about with, who knows, what happens with Zion and, and uh, Hero and all that stuff. So, like I said, I want to dip in quick and talk about that real quick. I do have one other thing I wanted to talk about, and this is something that I had written down on my, on my notes, and I had said I was going to discuss this weeks ago when it came out, when it happened. And it's touchy, right? It's a t- it's a, you're going to understand why this is a t- touchy subject, right? I've said uh, on this podcast, and I've said on, on Spread and Bread, and I don't want to be, I'm not going to talk about high school basketball players in a negative way, right? I've, we've talked about Jalen Johnson before, who I saw over the weekend, by the way. Jalen, you didn't respond to my tweet. We could have done the podcast in Brookfield, Jalen. I could have brought everything down. We could have, we could have, uh, Taking a little bit of time off in the corner and just um, done a little podcast, but J- I saw Jalen and Brooke. I didn't talk to him. I saw him, but anyways. So I talk about Jalen, obviously, and then as we go, they'll, you know, we'll talk about Baldwin and we'll talk about Kimberly High School because um, both my plays, ba- both my uh, kids play basketball for for Kimberly, and so I mean they don't play varsity, but we'll talk. You know, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about basketball, high school basketball in the area. But I'm not gonna ever. I'm not gonna bash kids, right? That's not my. That's not my thing to do. If you want to know how I feel about kids and certain like, things like that, I'll tell you. I, it's, I'm not going to just do it on the podcast, right? It's just, it is what it is. So you can call me. Here's my little segue, right? You can uh, say that I'm pulling a Mark Miller or Evan Flood, right? So if you guys don't know who these guys are, you can t- they, they cover high school basketball. Now, the reason I say that is because they never say anything bad about anyone, right? And that's fine. I, I totally get it. And they pump up a ton of kids. I mean, they pump up a ton of kids. To the point where it's like, I don't even know who's good anymore. And I've talked about this in the past, right? I see rankings and all these Instagram posts and, and things on Twitter and Snapchat, and I lose track of who's good. And I'm being told that everyone's really good. And just to give you an example, too. So 
I'm uh, I'm I'm down in Brookfield last uh, this past Sunday for a fall league, right? And Kimberly is playing Menominee Falls and Nicolay. And if you know anything about high school basketball, Menominee Falls has got some young kids, uh, uh, two really good sophomores. One's really really good. And Nicolay won D two last year, right? That was Jalen Johnson's team. He left, Sibley left, but uh, there's a couple other really good kids left. So we go down and we beat Falls pretty good, and then we beat Nicolay decent decently, right? And Evan Flood tweets about a kid or two on each of their teams. And there isn't one mention of any player on Kimberly or even Kimberly. And it ticked me off a little bit, right? Like we just, we had, and it's fall league. So I'm, you can take it with a grain of salt. Not everyone has a full team. We do not have a full team, right? We've got tons of kids that play football and they can't play in this, but we went down there and we beat two really good teams and we beat them pretty decisively. And we had some really good performances um, by some, some good kids. And are some of them top ranked? Maybe not top top, but they're you know they're I guess quote unquote ranked in a certain way. But there's not one mention of these kids, and all it is is about these top top ranked kids that oh he dropped 16 and this and it's like can we mention a little bit maybe that the team that the Kimberly team looked really good? I mean can we just can you give the Kimberly team a little bit of credit? And I get it, I'm biased, right? My kids go to Kimberly, but it's not the I just noticed it firsthand at that moment that that was kind of going on. So that I just wanted to give you a, give you a, a reference of, of what uh, flood and Miller kind of are, are, are all about. So anyways, so a few weeks back, I might even be a month at this point, the first list of the class of 2023 for basketball comes out. Now I will say this. Someone say, why do you care about class of 2023 basketball, Sam? Well, one, um, I have a kid that is class of 2023, my son. It's freshman class. Uh, so I know the kids. I know almost every single kid on this list I know. I've coached against them. I've coached some of them um, for the last, I don't know how many years. So I have, a, I have a good knowledge of this, right? If you're thinking right now, Sam must be pissed off because his kid's not on the list. My kid should not be on the list, okay? It's a gigantic list. And my kid is better than some of these kids on this list. But my kid should not be on this list. There is a top 20 list, which Okay. And then there's another, like, I don't know how many other kids, and it's on this, it's listed as other kids to watch. And it's essentially, I would just say this flat out it's a joke. All right. So to begin, it's, you know, the lists are, it's a tough, it's tough, right? Like, there's no way Mark Miller and Evan Flood have watched all of these kids on this list, right? So they go to other coaches, varsity coaches, AAU coaches, all that stuff, right? So you go to, you go to AAU coaches or programs. Who do you think the AAU programs are going to tell? Mark Miller and Evan Flood, who's good. Kids from their program. Who do you think the varsity coaches are going to tell uh, are good and should be on the list? Kids from their program. Like, like, this is, it's just dumb. So I'm not saying, okay, so let's just tackle, we'll tackle these two different lists, right? So there's a top 20 and then there's another, who God knows how many, 100. Basically, the second half of those lists, others to watch, is if you played AAU, you're on this list. That's it. If you sign up for an AAU program and you played AAU, you're on the others to watch list. That's how ridiculous it is. But there's a top 20. And I'm not going to say that there are kids in the top 20 that should not be on the top 20, because there are. But I'm definitely going to say that there are kids in the top 20 that should definitely not be in the top 20. And the biggest problem, and this is like the biggest problem I have with it, is now everyone just assumes that this is like, this is reality and this is legit. These are the top 20 kids. This is who the best kids are. And these others to watch, I will keep an eye on them a little bit, right? And it, it doesn't like it doesn't stop. If you if you watch, if you go, if you follow on Twitter, these guys on Twitter, right? And you see these showcase camps and all that stuff. 
all of these kids that at one point got on the top 15 or top 50 list or whatever it is, they're the only kids that are basically talked about. So again, I always go back to this perception is reality thing, right? So all these kids now that are this top 20 in this class of 2023, and we'll see, that was from wissports.net. We'll see what Prep Hoops comes out with. It's probably going to be very similar because he hasn't seen any of them or many of them. All these kids now have a leg up on the kids on the others to watch or whatever. Some legitimately do, some should not. Again, I have seen almost every kid on this list. I have either watched them, coached against them directly, or I have coached them myself. Okay. And just to give you an idea of kind of a joke of this list, think they had wrong names. Like the kid's first name is wrong, or it's his brother's name and not his. And it was fixed. But again, it's wrong. Like, why are we putting out a list that we don't know, that we can't stand behind, right? It, it, to me, it, it lo- I lost a, it, you lose credibility when you put out a list and I read some of these names and I'm like, come on, really? Like, what the hell? And what drives me more nuts, and I have talked about this uh, it, it, just forever on Spread and Bread and on, on Over and Back, the parents that run with this shit, come on, you guys. Like, it's one thing to be proud of your kid and, you know, sit him down and go, hey, look, at there's this list comes out. You know, you're on, you're the top 20. And then maybe tell the kid, you maybe not, might not be top 20. Like, I'm not telling you, you tell your kid he sucks, but like, hey, you made this list as top 20, but don't think that you, that you're like a top 20 kid, no matter what. Like, this is a tough list. It's just kind of a list. It's, it is what it is. Don't think that it means that you don't have to work hard or whatever. Right. And I know a lot of these kids are going to see this list and be like, I'm going to work my ass off now to get on the list, or I'm going to be, make sure I don't get off this list. You know? But I guess I want to say to the kids, first off and foremost, whether you're on the list or not, the list doesn't mean shit, all right? You may be a top 20 kid. You may not, right? It, so don't sit there and run with it. You don't want to, number one, don't want to brag about it. And I've seen that, and I know your kids, and I get it, and you're proud of being named a top 20 kid. Uh, just because one person and one publication says that you're a top 20 kid does not mean you're a top 20 kid, all right? Parents, be humble, man. Come on. It's a, t- it's a come on. This is so much politics. It's ridiculous. Again, coaches of programs, coaches of, like of high schools, coaches of AAU programs, all this stuff. Like it's you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back, right? Or hey, I know this kid. I've, I'm friends with his dad. Let's put him on the list. So the, the thing that sucks about it now is we're going to go forward now. And this is the top 20, right? So now we're going to go, oh, is uh, what's his name playing well? Well, he's on a top 20. Yeah, he's a top 20 kid. Oh, we didn't play that well. Yeah, but he's a top 20 kid. He's with sports, not a uh, top 20 kid. So he's really good. He's had an off game. Don't worry about it. So you have all these kids that aren't on the list that aren't even named or maybe not named or whatever. Now they got to work their ass off even harder. And because this list comes out and people take it as reality and people take it, well, it must be the top 20. These must be the top 20 kids. And it drives me nuts. All right. So the moral of the story is the list is a joke. Uh, I'm not ripping on any kids. Again, I'm just telling you, I know the kids. And again, I'm not saying my kid should be on this list. My kid wouldn't come to me and go, dad, I can't believe I didn't make this list. What the hell? He wouldn't. That's not the point. I'm not bragging about my kid, okay? And again, parents, stop bragging about your fucking kids, okay? Be humble. Teach them to be humble, all right? I know you're proud of them for being on a list, a list that doesn't mean jack shit, but just be humble, all right? Um, there's going to be another list that comes out again. It's going gonna, it's gonna to mimic that and then all these, you know, it's just, it drives me nuts, okay? There's a lot in this world that drives me nuts. So I had to get that off my chest because it bothered me when it came out. And I talked to a couple other, I talked to, I talked to other coaches. I talked to other parents and we all have the kind of the same agreement. Like, this is just a mess. This is just a joke. Like, what are we doing? You know, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything, but unfortunately the people that aren't aware of, 
of this class or I haven't seen these kids play. They're just going to look at this and go, oh, these must, this must be the, 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 the best 20 kids, right? So kids keep working hard, stay humble. Uh, the list doesn't mean shit. Lists aren't going to mean anything until you get to probably junior or senior year. Uh, these kids are like 14 and 15 and some of them are going to grow another foot and some of them are done growing now and they got hairy armpits and hairy legs and then they're going to completely fall off this list. Like, I, I don't know why we have to make a list of top freshman kids. I get it if you're like an Imani Bates type kid, but I mean, do we really need to start making a list this early? Which is probably why they say other kids to watch and they put every kid that played AAU on this list. There are kids that did not play AAU that are better basketball players than many of these kids in this list. So that's my two cents. Um, all right. It's about 6.30 Thursday night. Uh, football's on tonight. We're going to record Spread and Bread later. Hope everyone has, uh, is having a, a happy Friday. I'm, I'm glad to be back with Over and Back. Uh, we'll, we'll be, I'm going to try to record every week once the NBA regular season starts. College is going to hit up. We got all that stuff going on. So um, thanks for listening. Again, you got a double dose today. Over and Back. Spread and Bread. Check them both out. Unintentional Podcast Network. Thank you all. Have a great weekend. This has been Over and Back.